0: Welcome back to Leslie Explains It All. We have another solo episode today and I'm really looking forward to this one because it's on a topic that I really love. Actually, it's a study that I really love. And um, just in the interest of you not turning this off immediately because I said I'm gonna discuss a study, it is um, like one of the best relationship tips that I know. So that's what we're gonna talk about today. Before we do that, I mean, we're like a couple days out from Thanksgiving and it's about to be December and I just wanted to do like a little, do a little wellness check. How we doing? How's it going? The holidays can be tough for a lot of people, especially this year. There's just like so many terrible, awful things going on. It feels really bizarre to like celebrate anything in times like this, but I think it's important to also have gratitude for the things that we do have. So, you know, make sure that you're You are doing all of your things to keep your mental health in check and do your best to enjoy some parts of the season. I know it's really challenging and I love you guys. I'm happy that you're here and you're sticking with me. And then hopefully we'll start 2024 on a really great start. I actually made a... um, fun like an inspiration manifestation board and i i went so extra with it you guys because i like i took a screenshot of my bank account i figured out what font my bank uses to put the numbers on my app and then i made i like made up a number and put it on my bank account information. So basically I did the core versions person of Photoshop to make it look like I had like a million dollars in my bank account. And it was very satisfying for me, it was really fun. Yeah, and I did a lot of of fun stuff like that to make that board. And it was nice because it it felt like a fun activity, but it also has honestly helped me kind of like get more clear on my goals. And every day that I look at it, it makes me feel really happy and inspired. And my last le- like, life update thing is that I was just given an ADHD diagnosis, which is really exciting because I've been scrolling all through TikTok and I'm a big lemonade girl. I know that not many people are into that, but I, I think it's like such a great app. And I have been doing all this research on things to help me be more productive and like get on top of, of my shit. And, it's been so helpful. Like I didn't realize how much of um, ADHD had to do with like your dopamine levels, and so I've gotten like these really nice tips on ways to boost dopamine in the morning, so you could be more productive through the day and all that good stuff. So it's been it's been a really interesting like month or so doing all of those kinds of things, and it's making it so that entering the new year is getting more and more exciting and less scary. <laughs> yeah, so it's been it's been great. And I hope that you guys are all getting excited for the new year and are having a great holiday season as best you can. And so I think that's all the like little life updates that I have for you. And let's get into the topic because I've been so excited to talk about this for like weeks. So we're gonna get into it. So this is a topic that came up because a friend was talking about needing validation. um, And that being something that really impacts his ability to find relationships that work for him. And because of the way that gender roles are typically presented when he is in these relationships with women, they have a hard time, I think, embracing his need for some validation from them. And so the whole discussion was kind of about the importance of of validation and how those conversations could potentially go. And so I had explained this study to him, and it helped, I think, bring some validation for his need for validation. Um, and I'll explain what that study is now. So, What I talked about with him was the study that John Gottman did, Dr. John Gottman did, um, where he looked at these newlyweds, a group of newlyweds, and he evaluated the way that they interact with each other specifically with these things called bids. And these bids are bids for connection. So it's any way to positively or attempt to positively connect with your partner that's half of it the other half of it is how your partner responds to those bids and the three categories of responses that he like kind of presented was um, turning towards which is acknowledging the bid turning away which is ignoring or missing the bid and turning against which is rejecting the bid in kind of like a particularly negative way. So um, the example that I see floating around on social media a lot is with, um, they call it the bird test. And it's funny to like hear something that's like a study be used as like a kind of circulating social media test. It's a great piece of information to be flying around. So I'm happy that that's becoming a thing. So the bird test and what this whole study is kind of based off of is If you are, let's say, in a hotel room and you look out the window and there's this like cute, fat little bird, I love, I there's one, I can't remember, I think it's a finch. Those are those little cute, hoppy, chunky, round birds. I love those. Let's say I see a finch outside and honestly, this exact thing has probably happened with John and I a million times because um, I'm constantly just observing things and pointing them out to him for him to unfortunately have to respond to all the time. So, if I look outside and there's this cute little bird and I say like, "Ah, oh, look at that cute little bird." That is my bid for attention. Like if I didn't if I didn't anticipate getting a response back, I probably wouldn't have said anything out loud or if I just didn't care about connecting with my partner in that moment, I wouldn't have said it out loud. But this is an opportunity for you and your partner to connect. So, if I say that out loud and um John wanted to turn towards that bid this this would look like him saying oh my god huh, that is a really funny bird or um just saying like oh yeah that yeah there it is it doesn't even have to be any huge reaction but just acknowledging the bid is turning towards Turning away would be ignoring me completely, missing the bid, just kind of like moving through the rest of whatever he was doing and not really saying anything at all. Turning against would be like, I don't really care about the stupid bird, unless I don't care. And those three reactions were huge indicators of the success of relationships. So when they looked at these relationships six years later, Many of them had gotten divorced. Most of them stayed together. Of the couples that stayed together and were in this category of like, stayed together, are really happy, feel very connected. 86% of the bids that one partner offered the other were responded to in a positive way. So 86% of the time that a person said, oh, look at that bird. The other partner said, oh, that's a cute bird. And those were the couples that stayed together and are really happy. The, of the couples that were um, either divorced or like really unhappy and like kind of measured as being unsuccessful, they only had that interaction, that positive interaction, 33% of the time. So what we learned from this is those little moments those little bids for connection are huge they are huge indicators of how that relationship is going to go and how satisfied and acknowledged these people feel in the process and the things that seem really silly are actually really significant. And there's kind of there's that phrase that's like, oh, it's the little things. But this is research that shows that it really is the little things. And the way that this came up in the conversation with my friend was we were talking about how that validation from somebody is a bid for connection. And it could be something like, oh, do you like my outfit? That's a bid for connection. That's an opportunity for your partner to say, yes, I am loving this outfit. You look great. Um, And having those interactions is an indicator of a relationship that's going to last. Those types of interactions are free. They are easy, uh, relatively speaking. And it's such a simple way to guarantee better success in the relationship. One of the things that I did talk to him about is how um, that type of socializing and that type of back and forth in a relationship is not is not in, always easy for people. And it depends on the type of communication model that they grew up around or the way that they communicate um, or process their emotions so for me personally i often deal with a lot of defensiveness it's very hard for me to be vulnerable it takes a while for me to open up and be vulnerable and a lot of people deal with that so when it comes to bids for connection sometimes it's easier to be dismissive because if you feel very vulnerable or you don't you don't want to feel vulnerable and you want to kind of protect yourself it's easier to build this wall and dismiss whatever is being said. All these bids for connection, and these bids for connection can even be like, "Can you can you come cuddle with me?" Like I, you know, let's just have a little cuddle on the couch. That's also a bid for connection. Um, and so, if you are if if you're in those scenarios and you're finding that it's really hard to embrace and turn towards your partner, I totally understand, and it probably has a lot to do with with. Uh, Not having a communication model that showed embracing those bids for connection and really wanting to open up and embrace your partner fully like that. So I think in those circumstances, what has always helped me is to take a deep breath and think about, honestly, I think about this study a lot because I think like, okay, am I missing... Am I missing an opportunity to connect with my partner because my instinct is defensiveness? Am I missing an opportunity to strengthen what we have and build this trust with this person because I don't really want to feel vulnerable right now and I don't want to open up like that right now? And in those moments, I think, you know, ultimately I want to build trust and I love this person and I want to continue this relationship for as long as I can and contribute to it being a healthy, happy relationship. And so for me, thinking about that like alone just helps to so, kind of take a step back and really like go through the steps of what it is that I'm doing and why I'm doing it. Um, that helps to unravel that for me. I think in general, any sort of mindfulness activity so like meditating breath work that kind of stuff is really helpful in circumstances like this because you're able to take a step back and say okay is this something that i'm responding to in this way because of some other stuff that's going on it probably is some other stuff going on if you're going to take a moment step back and think like what is that other stuff and i think I think sometimes people disregard how helpful it is to think out loud in circumstances like that. So if you have a partner that you know is able to help emotionally support you in moments like that, it's okay to say in response to, let's cuddle, I miss you, come sit on the couch. It's okay to say, I don't know why I feel so funky. Like vulnerability is really hard for me right now. And I don't know why I'm so sorry. Let me like, just take like a lap around the apartment or I'm just going to like do some breathing and I'll be right back. And I think if you approach it in a way that that is a little lighter, it also is, it can be easier, but it's also not, I mean, if, if it really weighs on you and you want to discuss this with your partner, I think that that's also really helpful in general, finding ways to, to, build that self-awareness is the first step to being able to unravel all of these kind of habits that we have started. Um, so taking a step back and being able to do those things for your partner is honestly a different, it's kind of a different form of a bid for connection because they're saying, I, you know, I want to cuddle with you and you're turning around and saying, I I'm feeling really weird. And so I need to share this moment with you. And you're offering that bit of trust in this information that you're sharing. So while it's not easy for everyone to do this sort of back and forth with these bids, it is so important that you actually you actually do them um, and follow through on it as much as you can because it creates this connection with a partner that is so strong and is proven to lead to healthier longer relationships which is really cool i think that's very cool in the vein of that self-awareness it's important to take responsibility for how you carry the things that you might have grown up with so what i mean by that is you aren't responsible for the way that you were raised but you are responsible for the way that you act now, because these are your current actions and you have the ability to work on the way that you communicate with others, especially in relationships that you are actively choosing to be in. And so it's important to take responsibility in those moments and say, you know what? For me, it's my defensiveness, right? So for me, I take responsibility for being defensive in this moment. I just am not feeling comfortable being vulnerable right now and I'm, I'm working on it. This and this is honestly true because I am working on it and this is something hard for me. Um but it's it's just not coming easily to me right now. And taking responsibility for those moments where you might not be able to respond to this bid for a connection the way that you would like to is is really helpful and it shows this other person that even though maybe the response is not what they were hoping that you still care you care enough to say i take responsibility for my weird actions and we're gonna work on this together i'm gonna work on this and and it has nothing to do with the way i feel about you in this relationship or in about you in this time if you are so lucky that having a bid for connection, and responding to it in this kind of turning towards each other way is always pretty easy for you. You are so lucky. (laughs) You are so lucky. And know that not every partner is going to be able to do that for you. But also know the importance of continuing to offer continuing to offer those bids. And continuing to also practice that turning towards each other when your partner does offer those those bids for connection to you. One of the other things that I talked about with this friend in this like long discussion about validation and all that good stuff was how it's really frustrating to be the person who is comfortable going back and forth with these bids for connection and be in a relationship with somebody who is not comfortable it's really frustrating and it feels like you're dealing with someone else's shit. and i I get that but again it's important to it's important to voice how you feel to recognize that maybe this is not the reaction that they were looking for and if you can take responsibility for the way that that interaction had gone so if this is something that comes really naturally to you this is a good opportunity for you to encourage your partner to kind of embrace these bids for connection because they did not grow up in an environment these are people who probably have not had the privilege of experiencing these bids for connection and then positive reinforcement back and forth whether that was through their childhood or through previous relationships and so you're kind of you have the upper hand and i understand that that can be frustrating at times because you know in your mind you're like uh, if this is not hard i just need you to say yeah look at that bird That's, I love that bird, you know, and it shouldn't be that hard, but people are wounded, man. You got to give them a little bit of space, a little bit of wiggle room to grow. And I think one of the the things that people say about relationships all the time that drives me nuts is that you have to learn how to fully love yourself before you love another person. And I don't, I don't think that that's a hundred percent true all the time. I think being in a relationship that is loving helps you learn how to love yourself it helps you learn how to unravel these behaviors and uh, communication styles that you've had your entire life because you care so much for this person that you're willing to work on it in a way that maybe you wouldn't have worked on it you know within your own family unit maybe the resentment within your family is built so thick that it's hard to work on those things within your family unit. But here's this this new person, this fresh new influence in your life, and you're willing to do all of these things for this person. You're willing to grow and you're willing to learn and improve your communication and the way that you relate to other people and your ability to be vulnerable because you care about this person so much. And there isn't that resentment that, you know, might be sitting there for family or friends or whatever that's been built after all of this time. So I think, of course, spend the time, always spend time focusing on yourself and putting yourself in the best position possible. But also know that there is room to grow and learn. And that includes learning how to love yourself and how to love another person. There's so much room for that in these relationships. So the overall tip kind of at the end of this is to bid often. So have those bids for connection as often as you can. And I'm going to I'm going to read a list of them for you so that you know exactly what I'm talking about. These are John Gottman's list of minor bids for emotional connection. First, pay attention to what I say, which an example of that would be, how do I look? Did you see that squirrel (laughs) Two, respond to simple requests? Could you take the dog for a walk? Can you grab me a glass of water? Things like that. Number three, help or work with me. Hey, um, let's go help grandma outside. She's she's gardening, let's go see if we can help her. Number four, show interest or active excitement in my accomplishments. (laughs) These examples are really cute. Do you like my drawing? How are the cookies? (laughs) Number five, answer my questions or requests for information. So the example they gave is Phoebe's on the way. Can you give her our address? That's actually that one in particular for me, I feel like is one that um, John and I do really well. And and it's such a, when somebody does do that for you, you feel the difference. You're like, wow, this is so nice. It's it's lovely. Uh, Number six, chat with me. Let me tell you about what happened when he came back, is the example that they use, which I think is very funny. It just sounds like we're about to gossip all day. Number seven, share the events of your day with me. That one's pretty self-explanatory. Respond to a joke. Nine, help me de-stress. The example they use here, which I think is interesting, is I've been cooking all day, I'm so tired. The reason I like that example is because it's not a question, it's just a statement. And so you as the partner responding to that bid would be to say, oh, I'm so sorry, you're so tired. Is there anything that I can do? I'll do the dishes or whatever or even just say, I'm so sorry, you're so tired. Thank you for cooking. It's not even that you have to offer something in return, but acknowledging that bid for connection. That's, I love that example. Um, Help me problem solve is number 10. Um, I want to go take the dog for a walk, but my foot hurts. This is another time where again, it's a statement, so you can respond to it. And you can say like, Okay, I'll do it. But to create that positive interaction, you don't even have to do that. You could say, "Oh, I'm so sorry. Maybe take the take the dog for a walk at different like a different time. Maybe do it later today. We'll put your foot up and ice it. Whatever it is." Um, number eleven, be affectionate. So come cuddle with me while I read. It's cute. Number twelve, play with me. Let's get the chessboard. Let's you know play a game. Thirteen, join me in an adventure. Do you want to explore the woods tomorrow? That's fun. 14, join me in learning something. So let's go uh, Let's go to that ice skating class. That's fun. I love that. Um, and this list you can find um, on the Gottman Institute on their website. It's just gotman.com. And if you look up um, bids for connection, you will find this list of minor bids for emotional connection. So keep some of those in mind because really the biggest tip at the end of the day is to create those bids for connection as often as you can, respond to bids to bids for connection with the turning towards each other response. And third, if this is something that you have a hard time with and you know that maybe you could work on, talk about that with your partner. Be open and find ways to crack that vulnerability so that they know that this is something you're working on you're going to try because you care about this relationship so much but the importance of this bid for connection back and forth is to build that trust to validate each other to continue to reinforce the care that you have for one another and i just think like this study is just it's such a simple actionable thing at the end of the day and i i just think it's such an interesting well worth it study that they did at the Gottman institute so that's what i wanted to share today because i think one of the things that my friend and i were talking about is how there's always lists of like uh you know things that you should avoid or red flags or whatever and you don't always get a ton of positive advice like this is what we're going to do this is the plan and this is why it's important and so that's what we wanted to do today so um i hope that this is was. This was fun and helpful and that you learned something interesting um like i said this is my favorite study uh recently i've been really like really enjoying reading about it so i know everyone has their favorite study don't they anyway so i hope that this was uh, this was interesting for you and was um helpful and i hope that you're going to go through your day and think about the times where you're offering a bid for connection or you're responding to a bid for connection and I think this will actually like stand out to you a little bit more and it's really helpful. It's helpful even with friendships, relationships with your family. It's just a great tool to build connection on a deeper, more sustainable level. So thank you for sticking with me today. Um, I love doing these solo episodes and just talking about things that I think would be helpful. So if there's anything else that you would like me to discuss, please, by all means, let me know. As always, I appreciate you taking the time and listening to me today, and we'll catch you next time. Thank you so much for listening. As a reminder, we are always accepting questions about sex ed about relationships, life advice. We will accept it all. We would love to hear from you. So send us an email to Alyssa explains it pod at gmail.com.